This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 157, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I have a new guest. That's right, new. Um, well, if you're not in the Rock and Roll English family, it's a new guest for you. If you are in the Rock and Roll English family, you probably know who I'm talking about, um, which is a close friend of mine called Sabrina, who I met during my time living in Rome. Um, she helped me out a lot when I was in Rome and she has also helped me out with this podcast because when I didn't have anyone to record with she saved me she was there and for this reason she's managed to find herself the nickname Substitute Sabrina Substitute in a good way though okay always there when you need her but you know always there when you need her Sabrina doesn't quite sound as good does it not as good as substitute sabrina um she has a slightly different accent to the usual guests on the show which you will soon notice and um, one other thing that i need to tell you about today's show um is that i'm having a slight problem with my audio at the moment it happened last week as well i didn't actually know about it last week you may have noticed some strange sounds this did you notice that there the way the sound of, you know, did that? Yes. I thought it was a problem with my microphone, but it turns out it's just because my computer is old and slow. I would like to buy a new one, but unfortunately I am too poor and I'm trying to save up for a wedding. Um, and when I record the podcast, I have Skype open, the recording software open, and it's about one million degrees in this room. So my computer gets hot and basically forgets to record some little bits. But it's not so bad. It only happens a few times. I'm sure you will live. I just thought I would let you know and let you know that I am trying to fix it. How long it will take? I don't know. Anyway, that's enough of me talking. Let's get to the conversation. I will speak to you again at the end. Remember, if you want the transcript to this episode, you can go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. Happy listening. Substitute Sabrina, how are you today? I'm doing good. Actually, let's say I have a little hangover, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. You're not going to ask me how I am? Of course. Hello. How are you, Martin? Always fantastic. Always fantastic. Um, that's exactly what my students always do, actually. Every lesson, I always say to them, how are you today? And they say, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I always think, yeah, I'm fine too. But uh, <laughs> thanks for asking. Anyway, it's a big day for you, Substitute Sabrina. Finally made the step up. Wow. To the main show, a step up, like a progress, let's say. How do you feel? Wow, this is amazing. I um, feel yeah. honored today. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine. I noticed, though, you've done some real good preparation by going out and getting drunk last night. So that's perfect preparation. I wouldn't say drunk, just a little bit tipsy, a little bit happy. It was a great evening. Okay, so some nice rock and roll vocabulary there, a little bit tipsy. The stage between normal and drunk. The best the best stage, I think, no? Yeah, when you're still, you know what's going on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, although 
substitute Sabrina, I notice a strange accent here. Normally everyone on this show is basically from the south of England. Where where are you from? I'm from Miami, Florida. Oh, yes. An American on the show. Finally. <laughs> everyone thought this would never happen, but the day... The day has finally come. Yes, I've it caved has. in. So when you cave in, you finally give up to the resistance, let's say. Um, although you do have a bit of a backstory as well, as I mentioned in the introduction. Italian American, aren't you? Well, yes. Um, I was actually born in Italy, but when I was three years old, my family decided to move to the States. So I grew up in, um, in America. And yeah. um, and then you, you, you became a Yank. So a Yank is the way that English people refer to Americans. I wouldn't call myself a Yank because I, <laughs> as you know, my background, um, I am a citizen of the world. Citizen of the world. Exactly. Um, anyway, Substitute Sabrina, I know you've never been on this Monday show before, but do you know how we start the show? I remember you do a wonderful introduction. Yep, that's already been done. Okay. Yeah, wonderful introduction. Yeah, that's right. And then you're going to, like, give me an interview? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's kind of what we're doing now. Okay. Uh, uh, review was the correct answer, by review, the way. Review, exactly. A review, a review. And we do actually have a review today, an iTunes review, five stars, which is the one I like best. Although I must admit, this review hurts me a lot. Let me read it. It's from someone called Glar Glar. That's the name on iTunes. And it says, everything is fantastic. Dan is funny. All the rest are a little bit less funny, but still very funny. Whoa. No offense, Martin. Do not kill yourself, please. I think I am going to kill myself, but it continues. Otherwise, there will be no rock and roll English to listen to Dan. Really, don't kill yourself, Martin. You are great. At least I got one great there. Um, but the main question is, Martin, am I crazy or do you have an Indian accent sometimes? Anyway, keep on rocking. Do I have an Indian accent? An Indian accent? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I've never heard that, but, you know... I'm a citizen of the world as well, so maybe I just picked up an Indian accent. So when you pick it up, you sort of learn it naturally. Anyway, thank you very much, Glar Glar, um, although it did hurt me a lot. Substitute Sabrina, maybe one day someone will write a review like that for you, hey? Well, I hope it's a positive review and say they just like Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you can aspire to. Um, anyway, do you know what we're talking about today? I have no idea. <laughs> Exactly. That's generally what happens on the show. We are actually talking about the differences between the United Kingdom and the United States of America, because many people think they're very similar, but there are many differences. Um, so one of the differences that I found on a stupid website, as always, um, is that, well, this website was mainly talking about how English people are strange, how British people are strange. And one strange thing, apparently, is that in Britain, nearly the majority of people drive a manual car. Do you find that strange, Substitute Sabrina? I don't find it strange. I find it strange that you drive on the wrong side of the road. Well, it's not the wrong <laughs> side, is it? It's, it's a good side, the left side. Left is always good, but you guys <laughs> drive on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> that, that's not true. The rest of the world drives on the wrong side of the road. Mm. This thing, though, about a manual car 
drives me crazy. For me, it just epitomizes America. So when I say it epitomizes it, it's almost like a symbol of America. Are people really so lazy that they can't change gear in a car? lazy it's just a matter of being comfortable you know you're driving along it's just like oh my god i have to move my hand and actually move the car oh from first god. gear to second gear oh god I, it's too much i think we'll just buy an automatic well you have the option if you if you want to be you know you you drive an automatic or you drive a manual how many people do you know in america that drive a manual car Okay, that's a good question. Um, there are people who drive a manual. I used to have a manual when I lived back in Miami. But uh -huh. then again, you're right. The majority do drive uh, automatic. It, it, it's, <laughs> just, it's just so difficult, isn't it? Changing gear. Um, another thing it says here that apparently in Britain, the roads are small and the cars are often even smaller. Just because in America, everything is so big, isn't it? Yeah, we have everything that's big. The roads, the streets, the the, the, the houses. Uh, everything's big. It's a big, yeah. big country. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Everything is just like supersized there. Speaking of which, McDonald's, apparently um, in Britain, a large Coke, they say, is the equivalent of a, chil of a child's Coke in America. That's true. I know. <laughs> I mean, how much Coke do you want to drink? You have a meal. Would you want like five liters of Coke? Personally, I don't like to drink a lot of Coke, but the average American, yeah, they'll drink uh, a huge amount of Coke. It, it, it's just crazy. And another thing that he said is that in Britain, there are no free refills. So a free refill is when you can just keep going and filling that cup up with Coke and more Coke. You have one Coke, you think, fuck it, let's have another one. Well, you have to remember that, I don't know, I don't know, remember in the UK, but uh, in America, they put a lot of ice. So if you refill your drinks, uh, you're refilling the amount that you would drink during a meal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think they're drinking way too much Coke. You may as well, with these free refills, just get it like a syringe and just put it directly into your blood. <laughs> Well, just, yeah. <laughs> just, just fill me up with Coke. I love so much that I'm just going to put it directly into my blood. It seems. Are you U.S. bashing now? <laughs> oh, I would never do such a thing. So bashing, uh -huh. like talking badly about um, America. I would never, ever dream of doing something like that. Mm -hmm. um, another one here is that it says parking lots are called car parks, where you obviously park your car. But then it just adds this little thing, which is like a sort of low blow, let's say. So a low blow would be when a boxer punches the other one in the genital area, let's say. The low blow is that it says you will rarely find one of these car parks free, especially at hospitals. And I was thinking, yeah, OK, that's because our hospitals are public. OK, in America, only the rich people go to hospital, don't they? Okay, that's a delicate subject. Um, it's true, when you go to a hospital, you have to pay for the, in the parking, the parking lot, uh, which is outrageous. Some you can find with free parking, uh, but you have to walk a long distance. Just um, perfect. So when you, when you go to hospital, you've broken your leg, <laughs> you want to park oh your car, no. or you have to walk two miles to get there. Perfect. Just what I want when I go to hospital. I have to walk a really long way to the hospital. <laughs> 
No, no. I mean, the people going to the hospital to visit, etc. But no, um, we have a problem in the States where the public uh, health care system um, is not the best mm. in the sense of, yeah, you have to have insurance, uh, you have to have money. Um, that's a big problem. Oh, the NHS. The NHS in England is like the public health care, which apparently is what British people are most proud of. Okay, just like, come on, the NHS. Come on, let's have That's it. That's something good. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just It just feels so good. Feels so good to be British sometimes, I tell you, even though I don't use the NHS because I don't live in Britain. But if I did, that's what I would do. Um, the next, like a touchy subject, which... Um, a substitute Sabrina said a minute ago which is also some nice rock and roll vocabulary like a delicate subject um, is this next one where it says in Britain the police don't carry guns therefore the general public do not carry guns I mean is this a bad thing no not at all um, that's a huge problem we have in the states where the police uh, You've always been a fan of the police, haven't you, Substitute Sabrina? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, unfortunately, you have a lot of bad apples. Mm, some nice vocabulary um, there, bad apples, like bad people, let's say. Yeah. Because, you know, not all the police are bad, are they? Yeah, of course. I'm not saying all are bad people, but you, just you get have some a bad lot apples. of bad apples uh, mm. everywhere. Exactly, everywhere. Although, a question which I generally don't know the answer to and I'm generally interested in. How easy is it to buy a gun in America? Quite easy. Really? Very easy, yeah. So you just like go out, buy some shopping, like, okay, right, I need some toilet paper, I need, I don't know, some bananas and a gun, you know, just put that in the shopping trolley. Um, basically, yeah, there's some, uh, <laughs> oh there's some st stores, I won't mention any names, but there's some stores where you have, you know, the toy section, the food section, and then you have the gun section, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, that is just absolutely crazy. And you don't even need any kind of license. It's just like, okay, just buy that. No problem. Um, now I've been away from the States for a long time now, not, you don't need a license, um, but you have to be 18 years old, depending <laughs> on what state you're in. Oh, so uh, not, not even in all the states you have to be 18? 18 or 21. Oh, wow. So at yeah. least they're not selling guns to 10-year-olds. <laughs> uh, no, no. Oh, but so I'm sure, you know, they can get their hands on it if they wanted to. Yeah, maybe do a trick that I used to do when I was under 18 of standing by a shop and paying people to go to the shop and buy me alcohol just do that with a gun. And uh, nah, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> but uh, no, no, seriously, we have a big problem. Um, because it's in the the Constitution, you know, you can bear arms and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm very anti-guns. So but Very good. Although I noticed you pronounced that word wrong. It's anti-guns. Okay. Well, what did correct. I say? You said anti-gun. Anti, that's right. I'm very anti. It's anti Okay, Anti but you know, I'll, for you. I'll, let, I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. Sure, so I, let it slide. I won't punish you, let's mm. say, for, for using that horrible word. Um, so another thing which actually, when I was in America, drove me crazy, but apparently they find it strange that we do this in Britain. When you buy something, it has the total price. For example, if I buy something for £10, that's how much I pay. 
because in America you have to add VAT, which is value added tax. Right. So I, I remember like going up and I think I was in McDonald's and it said I don't know like five ninety nine. So I, I got six dollars ready. And they mm-hmm. said, "Oh, that's that's six twenty seven. And I was like, well, <laughs> "Why is it six twenty seven? It says five ninety nine. And they're like, "Eh, because of tax." Like, yeah, well, you got to pay tax. Yeah, but just <laughs> fucking put it in the price. Do people go out with a calculator to try and work out how much tax they need to pay? Just put it in the price. No, I mean that's the way it is. You know, that's you pay tax. What you don't want to pay tax, Martin? I I do pay tax, but just include it in the price because otherwise I'm going into a shop and I'm thinking, okay, well that if, if it's something expensive, for example, let's say it's two thousand dollars. But then I need to think, okay, 2000 plus, just tell me the final price and I will pay it. It's not a problem. Just don't make me do some kind of calculation in my head. American people are too lazy to change gears. Oh, come on. There we go again with American bashing. <laughs> but they're constantly doing, they must be good at maths because if they can just add this tax on to any number. Just deal with it. You know, you go, you go to the to the register and you pay and they tell you the tax. But I want to know how much it costs before I get there. That's the thing. Oh, Jesus. It, 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 it's just crazy. This really did drive me crazy when I was there. When I actually said, um, what, sorry, why? And then she went, eh, because in our country, we pay tax. And I was like... <laughs> we pay tax in my country. It's just in the final price. So why don't you just fuck off? <laughs> Jesus Anyway, Christ. deal with it. Anyway, I've calmed down now. I've calmed down. Um, good, this good. next one I know is something that you definitely struggled with when you were living in Ireland, I believe. Mm-hmm. In the UK, instead of saying, like, hello, we just say, you were right. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Substitute Sabrina, I think... Mi- like mistook this or misunderstood this for like are you all right because we just say you're right but that doesn't mean we're actually interested in how you are definitely that was a big thing (laughs) i like walk into a shop and you know the guy would say hey you know are you all right i'm like um yeah i'm fine you know why is this guy asking me how i'm doing um but then yeah after a long time i figured it out that's just the way you guys talk yeah exactly (laughs) some nice rock and roll vocabulary there again when she said i figured it out i understood um yes because normally when we say are you all right it's because there's something wrong with you maybe if you fall off your bike and you get up someone says are you all right but that the difference is are you all right compared to you're all right that's the difference okay can't you just say can i help you oh that, that's the typical hello that's the typical american th- can i help you it's like that's right you walk into a shop hey can i help you <laughs> and i always say look just leave me alone okay i'm fine stop putting me under pressure <laughs> and then the other thing that they always say um like when you pay or something like that after you've added the tax obviously um they say mm-hmm. have a nice day because <laughs> we're friendly have a nice well, day enjoy your day it- but it's said in such a fake way. And you think, look, I know that you have to say that because it's your job. And I know you don't mean that. So just tell me what you actually mean. So okay. You, that It's false. That's what I don't like would, about would it. Would you rather them just not acknowledge you? You know, they're saying, have a nice day. Uh, well, to be honest, the sort of opposite of that, I suppose, is in Italy when I go to the supermarket. And often they don't even look at me which uh, <laughs> that's because they don't want to look at you <laughs> yeah exactly especially when i go into a specific supermarket and they have like these little headpieces on mm-hmm. and they're talking to people 
And I, I don't know if they're talking to me or to someone else. It, it, you know, it's a strange experience. They just ignore you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they just kind of throw my money at me. And I think, okay, great. And then I just say to them, have a nice day. <laughs> um, another one that I found very strange here is that it said British people will always use a knife and fork to eat their dinner. What, what do people use in America? They use a knife and fork. What what website are you looking at? <laughs> I mean, as always, I don't think it's the most credible website exactly. in the world. But I, I look, don't shoot the messenger, okay? I, I just wanted to clear that up. So I just wanted to clarify that. Maybe if you're eating a sandwich or a hamburger or something, you don't need a knife and fork. <laughs> Notice how she said there, hamburger. That's right. We just say a burger, a burger. Okay? It's a hamburger. Hamburger, sure. Um, another one here. I, again, I actually generally don't know the answer to this. Um, is that they say in Britain, which is true, no matter how rich or poor you are, your accent defines you. So people, for example, speak to me. They understand I'm from a working class family because of the way I talk. Does that happen in America? Hmm, that's another touchy subject. Um. Do you, I mean, accents, though, it's not really as many are there in America, mainly because of not much, not much history no, is there in America. No, what are you America? talking about? We have accents. <laughs> just just Florida of. alone, where I'm from. I mean, you can tell someone from Miami, from someone in, uh, I don't know, Gainesville. There's a different but, accent there. Okay. Yeah. But can you understand, like, social level, social class by someone's accent? Um, yeah, that's touchy. Um, yeah, you can. You oh, you can. can. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know this. Um, notice we're talking about lots of touchy subjects today, but this is rock and roll English. We're dealing with the big issues in the world. That's right. With life. Exactly. Real life, real people. I can't remember what it says at the start of the podcast. Real um, life, real people. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Um, so the last one is that they it says in um, Britain that we call tomato a different way. What what's it called in America? Ketchup. Oh, just ketchup. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, come on. We just had tomato. You can even say ketchup what, in, what, in Britain. What other type of ketchup is there? <laughs> it's ketchup <laughs> is tomato. <laughs> but oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I've just heard something there. Tomato. <laughs> oh God, that, that's that's what I didn't want to hear. The 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 pronunciation is tomato. Okay. You say tomato, I say tomato. Mm, well, okay. I didn't want to say this, but you've no choice, okay? We invented the language, okay? So oh, I didn't again. want to say it. Here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> I did not want to say it. You backed me into a corner. So there's an expression. If you back mm -hmm. someone into a corner, you give them no option. I had to react. Anyway, thanks a lot for your time, Substitute Sabrina. Thank you there, Martin. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I hope to speak to you soon. Hope to speak to everybody soon too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was me talking to Substitute Sabrina. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope the audio problem was not 
too bad. Anyway, let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary, which, remember, is all on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Um, so at the beginning of the show, I said that she had finally made the step up. So when you make a step up, you go to the next level, let's say. She was doing the family episodes. Now, this is a different level here, isn't it? We had the word tipsy, which is the stage between um, not drunk and drunk. The best bit when you are tipsy. A few beers, you're tipsy. Like 10 beers, you're probably drunk. Um, I use the term I've caved in as well because now I have an American on the show. Oh, God. Um, so when you cave in, it's when someone's asking you to do something. You say no, no, no. And then you finally do it. We had the word yank as well, which is a slang word which us Brits call the Americans. Not the nicest in the world, but amongst friends, as demonstrated today, it's fine. I also said maybe I picked up an Indian accent. So when you pick something up in this context, it means learn, but learn naturally, let's say. It's a bit different to, I don't know, I learned how to use Photoshop, for example, because you actually have to study that. When you pick something up, you pick it up naturally. Maybe how to play the guitar, for example, I don't know. And we had the word epitomise when I said the manual car thing epitomizes america so it's the perfect example of america substitute sabrina asked me if i was u.s bashing so that's when you criticize someone you are bashing them but it's kind of american slang um we had the term low blow which remember is um, used in boxing if you punch someone below the waist probably in the penis that's not really accepted it's a low blow so we use this in a kind of metaphorical sense as well we had the word touchy a few times when we spoke about those touchy subjects like uh healthcare and stuff like that in america the delicate subjects Substitute Sabrina also used a nice term when she said you just have a few bad apples in the police, just a few bad people. You think you buy 100 apples, like, I don't know, 95% are good, but you get a few bad apples. Um, when she said anti, I said I will let that slide. I will not punish you. Um, she also used the term figure out when she said, um, when we were talking about saying, all right, she said it took her a bit of time to figure out that it was just another way to say hello. So it took some time to understand. I used a nice expression as well when I said, don't shoot the messenger. Okay, I'm just delivering the message. And right at the end there, I said, you backed me into a corner. I had to react. So when you back someone into a corner, they've got nowhere to go. So they either stay in the corner or they react like I did. Anyway, remember again, all of this vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode 157. And if you want the transcript to this episode, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.